0: Just a quick update. I know that we've been out for a couple of weeks. That is partly my fault. Actually, it's all my fault. But hey, thank you guys for sticking in with us and still following the podcast. Here is episode four. Our recap that we recorded a couple of weeks ago. But we're back on it, so here it is, episode four. Welcome to Cobra Kai. Doesn't matter if you're a loser or a nerd or a freak. All that matters is that you become badass. Welcome to Cobra Kai Never Dies podcast, hosted by AC Cristales and Jose Barron. We're the podcast show that breaks down and shares insight gained from the hit Netflix series Cobra Kai. Are you ready? Yes, yes, yes! then fall in.
1: One star. Does the car smell like beer? It's because there
0: is beer, asshole. Welcome to Cobra Kai Never Dies Podcast. I'm joined once again by the one, the only, the legend, Monty. <laughs> hey, who's, whose birthday was it today, bro? The other legend, right? Yeah, the, the real legend, man. <laughs> the real man. The real myth. Mr. A.K.A.
1: William Zapka. That's
0: right, man. You know, Johnny, happy happy Johnny birthday to
1: you. 57 years old, I believe.
0: Oh, okay. All right. So, uh, Billy Zapka, if you're listening out there or if anybody who's listening out there that knows Billy Zapka, hey, tell them that the Cobra Kai Never Die podcast, boys, wish them a happy birthday. All right, brother. But hey, man, let's go ahead and jump into this, man. Season five, episode four. I know we missed a week. You know, we wanted to do it every week. In fact, we had, you know, some people reached out and say, hey, what happened? Uh, But yeah, it was just a busy week last week, man. I'm. I finished my doctorate, man I've worked so hard for that So I finished that, bro You know, so uh, Yeah We're entitled to a break, man (laughs) Entitled to a break for that, right? So yeah, now it's uh, Cobra Kai Never Dies Podcast Hosted by Dr. Christalis Now I'm messing, man But yeah, dude So I'm I'm done with that Next step is graduation, bro But hey, we're back, dude We're back Episode 4 Better than ever (laughs) Yes, sir Episode 4 All right, man So the synopsis for uh, Episode 4 from Season 5 Which is entitled Downward Spiral The synopsis goes like this. Johnny and Carmen's romance flies high while Daniel and Amanda are rattled by Terry's schemes and the teens' feuds spill over at the water park. All right, brother. Start us off, man. Three things that you liked from this episode. Absolutely.
1: They are Top Gun, Snake Waits for Right Time
0: to Strike, (laughs) What Matters, most that's dope what matters most i know exactly what you're referring to brother all right man for me uh three things that i like i like terry's silver suit at the charity event bro i just love that co- color combo tight, yeah. yeah it's dope you mm-hmm. know? i love that navy blue jacket and the grayish blue tie i was like hell yeah i'm gonna rock something like that man so love that i love kenny's confidence man kenny yeah. confidence baby and then i love this the course banquet stubbies. Those stubbies baby in Johnny's van while he's Uber driving. So I like that, man. That was pretty cool. And I'm sure we'll talk about that scene later on. All right, man. Three things you hated. I think you and I are going to agree on one. I really do. But go ahead and give it to us. Daniel. (laughs) Oh, damn.
1: Okay. Yeah, Daniel, just his whole behavior and approach, just, oh, my God. Very dislikable. Okay, okay. (laughs) Um, This is the only time I'm going to say this, because we're going to talk about this specific scene. I date a lot of sisters, and you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) And um, the last one is Johnny's cluelessness. I don't know. I felt they went a little bit overboard. I know I mentioned this before in the podcast, but uh, I don't know. I, I, I just think maybe they wrote it too much where they really dumbed down his character a lot. And we'll go we'll go into it later and later on in the episode. Yeah.
0: yeah, hold that thought. Hold that thought because you know we don't usually um start out like this, but I think it's necessary, especially for what you just said right now. So you didn't like Daniel, you didn't like I only date sisters, or I've dated a lot of sisters, my bad if I got that wrong, and Johnny's cluelessness. So uh yeah, three things I hated. Kyler, yeah, for sure. What the hell? You know, and we'll get to that. There's specific yeah. things that he did. And I was like, all right, this guy's a freaking loser. Uh, I don't like this, man. The water park cold thing. I didn't like it. You know, and I think they could have done so much more with that. So staying on your side of the park, I mean, going to a water park and not getting on the rides. Like, we're going to talk about that, especially for teenagers. Yeah, we are. And then this one. We needed more Chosen, baby. Where was Chosen? Where's the MVP at? Like, what's up? Like, come on. Where's Chosen at, man? So those are the three things that I didn't like from this episode but let's go ahead and talk about you talked about um just the way johnny was written so can we both agree or maybe we won't agree but i think we will this was a pretty weak episode what do you think
1: yeah i, I struggled a little bit to kind of you know find things to write about that that really that really got me
0: you yeah know? exactly
1: yeah that really got me so um and then again, like I said, there's there's Johnny and Daniel are two of the main characters, two of the stars. And, you know, I mean, I get it. I I understand why the big three wrote wrote them their characters this way for this uh, particular episode. So I'm not knocking them. Um, I don't know. I just filler filler episode. Filler. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. That's a good word yeah. to um to say.
0: Filler episode for sure, man, for sure. So go ahead and get us started then, brother. Uh, Tell us, tell us, man. You know, you said there weren't that many scenes that you could write, but go ahead and get us started with what got you hooked, your first favorite scene.
1: Absolutely. And I got to start with the intro. You knew I was going to start with the intro, not just because I always start with the intro. This one in particular. So it's Carmen. She comes into her apartment. She notices the faucet isn't working. It's like leaking, which is a connection to part one, the same way when Daniel and Lucille arrived, you know, from New Jersey. She calls Johnny, but he's already at the front door. You know, he hears a knock. And then when she goes to open it, he's he's dressed in like a. Uh, well, I I I only saw the top part, but later on in a photo on social media, he was actually wearing the entire flight suit. I thought he was wearing just <laughs> a bomber jacket and the aviator glasses. Yeah, yeah. And um and then of course the song starts playing in the background when I think it was playing with the boys. Like I didn't even know it was yeah. Kenny Loggins. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and um and then before you know it, man, they just go into a complete reenactment of the volleyball match from Top Gun. And you even see at one point Johnny arrive in a motorcycle with like a baby on his baby. What is it called? The baby Bjorn? Yeah. Baby Bjorn. Yeah. (laughs) Baby Bjorn. And um, they're even wearing the same kind of clothes that both Maverick and um, and Goose were wearing during the match. Johnny's even diving like uh, Iceman. (laughs)
0: That's (laughs) funny. Yeah.
1: And then of course you got, uh, you got Johnny and Carmen making out like Mav and Charlie. And then of course it's a total dream sequence, you know, I noticed it was a dream sequence when the whole spotlights came on and I was like, ah, but you know what? I didn't think it was Johnny that was having the dream. I was, that one caught me by surprise. You thought it was was Johnny you meant. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was Johnny. I'm sorry. Yeah. But uh, then it totally surprised me when it was actually Carmen (laughs) doing the dream sequence. And um, I mainly liked the scene for the Top Gun reference and the reenactment. I thought that they did a real good job reenacting it. And, and you know, as you know, you know me very well, I'm a big fan of, of Top Gun, both the, you know, original and, uh, Top Gun Maverick. I mean,
0: both films are, I love them both, man. They're awesome. Hey, part two is better though, right? All right. (laughs) Well, that's another podcast. It is. (laughs) Yeah. It's
1: debatable. It's debatable. Here's the thing. I'll, I'll go that far. It's debatable, you know, because it, 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 Top uh Top Gun Maverick is well written. It's badass. Well written. It is. It is badass. You that is the perfect word for it. Man. Here's, hey, here's
0: how I judge that. And I know we're kind of getting off topic, but I I would rather rewatch Maverick before I watch the original. Not to say that the original isn't good. The original is good. Trust me. We you know we like yes. it. But Maverick right. is just a whole nother level, man. So anyway. It is. Yeah, dude. Uh, definitely, man. You covered it well, bro. Uh, you know, just, you know, jo- Johnny channeling his inner maverick, you know, bomber jack, aviator glasses. I love all that stuff, man. And uh, yeah, dude, even the facial expressions, you talked about how they reenacted the volleyball. So so even the way his, his facial expressions, you know, channeling Tom Cruise and stuff. So that was pretty dope, man. And uh, so here, here's another thing, you know, because obviously I don't love Top Gun as much as you love it. Um, and again, not to say that it's bad, but did they play that song playing with the boys? Did they play that in the movie? Oh, OK, cool, cool. Yes. All right. Yeah. During that one, during the volleyball scene specifically as well. Yes, oh, OK, cool. During cool. the cool. volleyball. So, specific so it's scene, a straight yeah. rip off then. OK, cool. And <laughs> I, I, no, I mean, rip off in a good way. Right. But yeah, yeah I, I love that Carmen was having the dream. I thought it was kind of hot. You know, what I'm saying that, uh, you know, his, his woman was having a dream like that. So that was that was pretty dope, man. So, yeah, man. All right, brother. So I'm going to take you to, you know, I'm like you. I'm like, there's some things like, damn, do I really want to write about this? Or are we just writing to just write it? But uh, this stood out, man, just Shannon knowing, you know, so Johnny's looking for a job, you know, he's getting fooled that maybe this is where you're talking about the cluelessness, you know, making 30,000 in 30 days, you know, but that shit exists. You know, there are, there yeah. are scams like that, but uh, I, I wrote it down because Shannon knows and, you know, she knows that Johnny knocked Carmen up She's like, oh my gosh, he knocked her up and he's like, well, how do you know? And this is what I love. He's like, cause you made that face. You're overwhelmed. And I just started thinking about, man, we all have tells, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you're not a big poker player, you know, and I haven't played poker in years, uh, but there's always tells, right? People can just, they, they say don't play the cards play the player you know that's one of the right. things in poker yeah. you don't play the cards you play your, you play the player so i started thinking about KGB you know what i'm saying so when when mike McBee finally took him down it's because he knew his tell you know what i'm saying so right. we all have tells and so that's why i kind of just wrote that down bro and she knew yeah dude you know there's there's a face you know there's a face i'm sure bro you you know your kids you know when your daughter or your son makes the face you know okay they're in some trouble they did something they weren't supposed to or they're feeling a certain way same thing with my daughter you know when she makes a certain face i know she's sad or i know she's pissed and even me bro you know when i have a, a certain scowl on my face so i wrote it for that just that shannon knew and that you know johnny he he's at a point in his life where he's 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 wanted to do the right thing but he's overwhelmed and that's going to lead to another scene that i really love so i kind of love that shannon was there and she knew that And uh, because it's gonna lead to somewhere else, so and and just you know the little comedy, he's like, hey, you know, she's like, I'm look, you know, he's telling her, hey, why don't you do this this type of job? And he's like, well, I'm not the suit and tie type of guy. And she's like, no, you know, you can do like gigs. And he's like, you know, I tried that after college, after high school, whatever. Some of the women got grabby, stripper. So right, that's what I'm thinking. Stripper, yeah, that's where that's where I was going uh, with that. Yeah. So yeah, bro, I just again, I love it because it's setting up something that I really really like from Johnny later on in the episode, man. So. You you have that down? you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I definitely had that scene down. I
1: um wrote Shannon was stand up for helping him. Um this is part of her you know, we've mentioned well, I mentioned it in the last episode and you've been mentioning it pretty much since we've been doing this podcast. This is her redemption arc. Oh, okay. You know, from yeah, from season one, you saw that she wasn't in a good place, she was dating all these weird guys you know not really taking care of robbie but now she she'd been to rehab and now she's taking she seems like she's taking care of herself and she's on a path a good path so and i like that she's not holding uh holding on to their past their past history because you know johnny in a way did her wrong you know when it came to robbie and she you know set that aside and still offered to help him so you know props to shannon Oh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm sure.
0: glad you said that because I didn't even think about that. You know, I didn't even think about, you know, this being her redemption uh, arc episode, man. And, yeah, you're right. She didn't, you know, she wasn't, you know, uh, holding a grudge. You know what I'm saying? So that was dope. I'm glad you saw that. All right, brother, take us to your next favorite scene. All right, absolutely. I, I called it Silver's House. That's that's, <laughs> that's 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 All right, all right. So, um, I skipped a little bit. So no, again, good, this kind of, you kinda know, we and, it, and we knew it was silver's house. Cause we saw quick silver. I love that shit. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Daniel and Amanda arrive for a charity event, you know, uh, they are greeted by Ava Garcia and they assume that it's her house, but she quickly clarifies that it's the new donors who quote unquote, potentially is looking to be, uh, to get a spot on the board and then Daniel kind of quickly notices, uh, or notices the quick silver. And then you see the man appear himself, and uh, you know, he it's Terry Silver. He comes and he greets them. And you know, Ava's like, I didn't know you guys were acquainted. Oh, we're old friends, yeah. You know? We go back 30 35 years, he compliments Amanda, saying that she looks radiant. Uh, and then Daniel kind of says, You know, let me have a word with our host. And right away, Daniel already is on the defensive, he's like, You know, kind of warns. Silver's saying not to ruin this day for his wife. And I like Silver's response, man. He's like, I have no intention of ruining this day. Let's just hope nothing else ruins it for her. And what I took down from this is, this is hothead Daniel coming back. Silver's wounding him up. You know, And he hasn't even really done anything yet. You know? So, again... And if Daniel was paying attention, he would have realized that he dropped a major clue is what I wrote down. But again, Daniel's in his element. He's already kind of lost all rationale because he's on the defensive. He automatically thinks, all right, Silver's going to do something. So he's he's not thinking straight. So I just put hothead Daniel comes back and Silver's winding him up without doing a thing.
0: Isn't that one of the lessons from uh, from Cobra Kai training last season? Right, think like your opponent. So he's think he's he's exposing Daniel's weakness. He knows. Right. He knows Daniel's a hothead. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. he he's setting him up right there, bro. He's planting that seed. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna, I'm yeah. gonna use that dude's hotheadedness, you know, uh, to work against him. And that's pretty much exactly. what happens, man. So yeah, yeah, definitely, you know, I have it down later down in another scene how I'm just like Freaking silver plate is playing his ass. You know he played his right. ass, and we'll see that later on. uh Oh yeah. So yeah, man, I love it because Quicksilver, bro. Again, anytime I see that, that's pretty dope. Hey, but real quick, that's not the same house from uh, when he first showed up, right? Didn't he live by the beach? He did. Yeah, he there was. The I didn't see no beach there, so I wonder. If that's his like his second crib. He's got so much money, bro. He's got another another house, right? But, yeah, I like that first one, bro. So uh, I will say that there's no Cheyenne. What's up, dude? Like, come on, bro. Here's, you know what? This isn't back to the writer's room, but I'm going to say it right now. Like, a dude like Silver, good-looking cat, you know what I'm saying? Well, he's in shape. He's not, you know, some 60-year-old slob, you know what I'm saying? And he's got money. Where's his women at, bro? Where's his women at? Come on, writers. Like, Silver needs to have a woman, you know, Woman or woman, you know what I'm saying? Like just walking with like two chicks or something, bro. <laughs> it'll
1: it'll complete the package, man. Hey, you hey, got yeah, what bro? success, <laughs> you know? And then you just need a woman, you know, right there, beautiful hey, woman, right hey, there. What does Scarface say?
0: First, you get the power, then you get the money, the then power. you get the women, bro. So there it is. Yep. Come on, dude. Yep. <laughs> All right, brother, I'm gonna go backwards uh to some things that I just want to point out again. Uh, like you said, man, there's some things. Uh, should, I really, should, I, should I really, you know, talk about it? But yeah, you know, let's talk about it. Some of the things that stood out. So real quick, some quick hitters. We'll just call it like that. The Sam, the Sam, the Sam, the, the Sam, and Miguel awkwardness. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, yeah. my, I guess I just started thinking, like, man, this is a person you were in a relationship with, you really, really liked, and now you're weird. Like, why is it like that, bro? I hate that about relationships, right? Like, you spent all this time with this person, and then when it's over, it's just, it's weird. I guess it has to be like that. What do you think, bro? Does it have to be like that? I think it's more, well, yeah, it, I, I, it has to be weird
1: maybe because you don't know how that other person's like response to the breakup, like, you know, your response to the breakup, but how are they, you're trying to be, I guess, cautious is if that's the right word I'm trying to use. Um, Miguel's just trying to be cautious, like, look, is she hurting? Is she all right? Has she moved forward? Um, again, that's just the way I look. But at even it. her, but even mean, her,
0: she's kind of like, Oh, you know, whatever. You know, like, whatever. Like, we we spend time together. That always gets me, bro. But you know what? In the words of since we're talking about Tom Cruise, you talked about Top Gun. I love Cocktail, man. Cocktail is one of my favorite Cruise movies, man. And he said this and when he broke up with this with this one chick. She's like, oh, I wish it wouldn't end this bad. And he's like, it has to end bad or else it wouldn't end. I love that, dog. It has yeah. to end bad or else it wouldn't end. So I exactly. guess it's got to be weird or else if it wasn't weird, it'd be like, yo, are we still together? So <laughs> anyways, I just exactly. put that down because like I hate that about relationships. And then a uh, quick hitter, another quick hitter, Robbie, still having beef with Ms., with Miguel. You know, so just put that down again, just setting up scenes, you know, that are coming. Uh Robbie trying to get Tori to get out of Cobra Kai. You know, I love what she says, though. I'm a big girl. I can make my own decisions. And then love this. That. Here we go. Let's bring it to one of the things that we dislike. If Keen is out, I have no choice but to be the next King Cobra. Gosh, that dude is whack. Whack-ass Kyler. But here's the thing, man. Remember I talked about, bro, that uh, when we did our preview for season five, that they had the Cobra Kai had to get a top male fighter. So here's right. here's a uh, you know Kyler, whack ass Kyler, trying to get you know that trying to get the throne. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, dude, is out like Flint. Why does Kyler think he's all cool and shit? And why is he talking like that? Like seriously, dude, is out like Flint. So uh, I had to put that down because I'm like, he is whack, bro. And I know, I know you didn't like him, dude. So can you can you yeah you my back on that yeah i completely agree man he is just
1: i mean he didn't even win the tournament he's talking noise man so king cobra <laughs> uh, yeah he's gonna be the next king cobra he couldn't even beat uh eli <laughs> you know what i'm saying
0: yeah he so, could even i don't beat know eli, right yeah exactly. he should have lost to like he should have lost to uh what's the chubby cat's name what's his name Mitch. Yeah, he should have lost the Mitch. Or Chris. Chris, he should have lost the Chris, Chris. Either one, bro. <laughs> like, oh. man, you can't even beat them, dog. Anyways, man. So I wrote those down, bro. All right, man. Take us somewhere else again. Those are some quick hitters, man. Where, where, yeah. where are you going next?
1: I, I just called it Splash Rama. Okay. Uh, th- this is the name where of the park, right? Yeah, the name of the water park, and this is where Kenny and Cobra Kai uh, make fun of lapuso Kitty's confidence. confidence. Kitty's confidence. Yep.
0: Looking pretty pasty, little
1: <laughs> This is the child that was giving you shit at school. Dude, you have been to my house, but you dated my sister.
0: I dated a lot of sisters. I don't want any trouble. Yeah, we should have thought of that before you and your uh, your weak-ass friends decided to go after me. I said I was
1: sorry, but, and, and you already got me back, you know? I thought so we were cool. Oh,
0: oh, you thought we were cool. OK, let me think. Um, Are we cool? <laughs>
1: in his confidence yep and then uh anthony tells kyler because he said some things something like this is the show that was giving you shit yeah and anthony tells kyler like you've been to my house you dated my sister and it, his response gets gets on my nerves i'm not even going to repeat it man because i've already said it once <laughs> yeah mean, you could you can repeat it but what was you it? Say, I, I did a I lot did of sisters
0: a lot. did i sound like him i kind of sound like him right I I did a lot of sisters. <laughs> but
1: uh, but Anthony wants no trouble, man. And he assumes, and he's naive, to think that they're cool. Yeah. Which kind of reminds me a little bit. It's not a connection. I didn't want to put it down as a connection. But when he said, um, you know, I thought we were cool, it just reminded me of Daniel from part one. Now we're even.
0: <laughs> Come on, man. It just man. reminded me. <laughs> He should have, yeah. you know what, bro? They should have said that. They should have wrote that. Now we're even, man. Now we're even. No there mercy, go. bro. No mercy. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then of course they put the inner tubes on him, and then they kick him into the lazy river. Eli shows up, and you know, you you mentioned Kenny's confidence. I thought he, I mean, yeah, I agree with you. He he was completely confident throughout this episode, but it, at the same time, he's a little bit arrogant too, man. Uh, he tells Eli he needs an, or he tells Kyler he needs another haircut to remind him who he's talking to. That's
0: badass. And, Yeah, like that. (laughs) In a way. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, Kid Rock said it's not cocky if you can back it up, baby. (laughs) True that. True that. And then Eli, you want to take on the champ. And, you know, you're only the
1: champ because Miguel got hurt. Robbie won as many fights as you. And I like what Eli tells him. Yeah, one of those fights was against you and it wasn't much of a fight. That's kind of that got to Kenny. Yeah, that got to Kenny, you know. And it was just a good exchange, man. That's what I wrote down. It's a good exchange between Kenny and uh, Eli. I didn't see this in real time, but it kind of laid the groundwork for their character arcs as we go on in further episodes throughout the season. So and they're actually going to have a few more uh, or a couple more scenes, uh, you know, against each other in this episode. So we'll we'll discuss those more as as we go along.
0: OK, there you go. I'm glad you said that. So this is again, when we when we talked about at the top of the episode that this is a filler episode but it's kind of it's more of a setup episode now right so it's setting up like these feuds right it's kind of like a wrestling bro you and I we used to watch wrestling like religiously Mm man and we that's how we met yeah that's how we met so I'm like oh you know raw is war like oh shit this is setting up you know the next feud you know what I'm saying so this is kind of how that's that's this is kind of how I'm taking that man so uh but yeah dude I love what you said about you know the whole scene I had it down as well you know and the reason why I wrote Kenny's confidence is because just some of the things he was saying so he told LaPusso, hey you should have thought about that before you and your weak ass friends decided to go after me I love that bro you know weak ass friends uh, it's funny how just adding ass can add you know adding the word ass to something can just make it a little bit more tight or whatever and then uh, I like when he told uh, he told Hawk yeah dude you're only the champ because Diaz got hurt that's true and so true. Uh, and then you hear freaking Kyle in the background you gonna take that from Lip He's just an instigator, man. He's whack. But here's here's what else I wrote down with that scene. I love when Tori comes in, man. And she's like, look, unless you want to get your ass kicked, I suggest you stay on your side of the park. I'm like, okay, hell yeah. Cobra Kai is bringing it, man. So, uh, yeah, bro, I had that scene down as well. And then, obviously, Robbie, you know, the whole point of this, you know, episode with him is he's trying to, you know, get Tori to get away from Cobra Kai. And he's trying to get Kenny to get away from Cobra Kai as well. All right, bro. So, my next scene, I'm just going to talk again. Another quick hitter, bro. Dimitri Tech Town. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. Johnny's dork. You know what I'm saying? So, and even the stuff that he says, a fellow gigolo, instead of gigolo, fellow gigolo. So, and Johnny's like, thanks for being a dork or a geek or a nerd. Hey, I thought about Runs of the Nerds. Remember when they're giving that speech? He's like, if you've ever been called a dork or a geek or a spaz, you know what I'm saying? So, I had to put that down, man. But, uh, let me go to another one. the ne- The next one, man. and I'm gonna let you talk about this one because I know you're you're gonna talk about Silver and you know how he manipulates. To me, manipulates Amanda. But let me go to the Uber. So Johnny, an Uber driver, you know. So he goes and picks up Michaela, Michael, Michaela, right? And he's like, <laughs> I gotta go pick up Jimmy John, and then this, bro. Johnny with the cassette tapes, bro. Like, damn, you know he's driving an old car when he has to get the cassette tapes. And dude, you know to be honest with you man, I was like I was watching I was like, "Dude, I miss cassette tapes, man." I like for some reason I'm like, "Yo, I just miss cassette tapes, man." Hey, what was the first cassette tape you bought? Do you remember? Oh god, man, you're that's you're asking me to go way back there,
1: but um <laughs> It would have to have been one in Spanish, bro, because I used to listen to a lot of Mexican music, música lupera, back in the day when I was like early, because that, that was all my mom would buy me. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, I think the first English one that I got was vanilla Ice, and that's ah, because I convinced them a ice. ice Ice Baby. Yeah. And that's because I could, or it was either Vanilla Ice or MC Hammer, one of those two. Okay. And I convinced, I convinced
0: one of my uncles to buy it for me. <laughs> damn, 2D Extreme, right? I think that's what it was called, Vanilla Ice 2D Extreme. Yeah. Yeah, well, back Extreme, then you yeah. could call like the, you could just buy the singles, remember? Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, okay, damn, bro. Okay, my, uh, the first tape I ever bought, and I still remember, dude, I bought it for a dollar. I bought Jodeci Forever, My Lady. Uh, I'm in fifth grade, from this girl, her name was Pam Williams. I still remember her name, Pam Williams. She sold me <laughs> the cassette tape "Jo Forever My Lady" for a dollar, and that's that's a badass album. And then I remember getting like the Chronic, you know, Snoop Doggy dog Doggy style, and then All yeah. for One. I remember I got that. Uh, for oh one. Yeah, yeah, All for One. You know who I dedicated that to, bro? I dedicated that to uh, Sandra, Sandra Bodies. Sandra, <laughs> I was about to say Sandra <laughs> Barrios, Yeah, <laughs> taking it way back, yeah, man. But anyways, mm-hmm. Jody, Uber driver. Johnny and I watched the road. Again, obviously, this this whole you know scene was done for comedic values, the one star reviews, yeah. Johnny peeing in the can, uh getting one star because the car smelled like beer. Yeah, it's because there is beer asshole. So yeah, I loved it for that, man. Do you have a doubt? Delivering as well? cold food.
1: I actually did not because I think that ties into <laughs> That's the what you're talking about? You like, didn't like I mean well, here's the thing. Um, I like Johnny. I like William Zafka and you know, and um but I just, I just think maybe the, and I don't even know if it's the big three or, but I just felt like they overdid it on this character in this episode just to kind of really dumb him down. And I I don't know. I just, I guess I just wasn't feeling that part. Oh, really? So I didn't really have it. Yeah. I just wasn't. Not even for I mean, comedy? I get it.
0: I mean, it's, come just, on. I, you know, the something comedy something was. You know, but. Yeah.
1: I mean, like the comedy like was okay. Like in yeah. the can.
0: Like peeing in the can. Yeah. I was just like, come on. Like, yo, he would have been pissing all over. Like. You know, exactly. they, they could at least get the stubby Furbing. you know what i'm saying <laughs> not yeah. the can can is hard right. bro. you know what i'm saying oh let's the just be real we're we're, himself, we're men bro. we're men you know what i'm saying let's be real you know the yeah. can that's that's yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> all right
1: man but uh let me go ahead and go to the next episode i actually didn't have the silver and amanda so but i mean i i did like it so i don't yeah. know if you want to talk i had i had the next one
0: all right, let, me one, let me talk about yeah, that one. Let me talk about that one. All right, so yeah, I, I just put down just silver manipulating. You know, he's he's yeah. he's playing them, dude. You know, so he's you know he gives her the best wine, and then he's just it said, was calculated. Hey, yeah, he's just like, that's not me anymore. You know, she's he was like, I think Daniel's just you know thinking about how I was in the past, but that's not me anymore. I want to have a positive impact on kids. I want to train kids to use karate, but not for war, but to better themselves. So i was just like, that's just manipulation. So again. Planting those seeds, man. Uh, but yeah, bro, go ahead and take us to the next thing.
1: Absolutely, I'm gonna go. I call it the bonsai trees, and this is where Daniel donates bonsai trees for auction. Uh, he gives a nice little monologue. You know, he he states they they must be grown with love and care in order to develop strong roots, because with a strong foundation, you know they'll choose their own way how to grow, just like us. Which you know, that I thought that was tight. That was well said. Um, they represent harmony, balance, and honor. And then in the meantime, you see Silver in the audience. He's just got this big old grin on his he's face. He's
0: trying not to laugh, right? Did you get it? Okay, yeah, cool. I, did, I got that. I, did, yeah. I was like, he's trying not to laugh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, they start the bidding. It quickly goes 2K, 3K, 5K. And then out of nowhere, Silver uh, makes a bid of $30,000. I'm like, I know he must really have dough to th- just toss around bro you for know freaking hey, trees I wish, for some mulch exa- <laughs> exactly i wish i had that problem <laughs> you know what i'm saying and then of course after he wins the auction he goes up on the stage or uh, up and you know he gives a little speech of his own and about giving back to underprivileged youth that it's always been a passion of his and that he's going to be offering free karate classes to all low income students and and then um he approaches Daniel, and Daniel kind of, again, being hot hothead Daniel, demands that he respect these bonsai.
0: I will be offering free karate classes to all low-income students at any one of our dojos. And I would be honored if every one of you would help me spread the message to continue assisting those in need. Thank you all so much for being here today. You better respect these bonsai.
1: They do sound like a lot of work.
0: Might just use them (laughs) for (laughs) mulch. And then, of course,
1: you kind of hinted to his response, Silver's response. They do sound like a lot of work. I may just use them for mulch. Yeah. So, again, this is Silver setting a trap. Heck, yeah. And Daniel's Daniel's falling for it. Hook, line, and sinker. And you know what? He should have listened to Amanda, which we didn't really talk about. But Amanda, there was a scene with him and uh, Amanda who were sitting down. And she told him. He's not going to do anything in front of those people, in front of all these people. He should have just listened to Amanda, but
0: Daniel's not thinking right, man. Yeah. So, he's being stupid. He's going to, he's being yeah, stupid. Yeah. He's going to, he's letting his, you know what? He's letting his emotions get the best of him. When we talked about that. Hey, there it goes. That goes with the whole passion before principle. He's letting passion come in. You know, so how mm-hmm. we talked about the emotions, your emotions come yep. in and you forget about the principle. Like, yo, just things, let things be, man. So, yeah. Okay. For sure. For sure. uh, Let me go back to Double Dragon. Double Dragon, Double right? Double Dragon, yeah. So the whole shtick was, all right, you know, you got to stay on one side. I'll stay on my side, which I think is stupid. And I'm about to talk about that here in a second. But I love Devin, you know. So we finally see Devin, and she's showing some moxie. So moxie means she's showing some courage. She's like, no, forget that. We came, we came here to ride some rides, and that's what I'm talking about. 15, 16, 17-year-old kids, when you go to the water park, you're gonna get on the rides, bro. You know what I'm right? saying? Even me, bro. I went, you know, this summer, you know, my daughter had a tournament in, in Colorado in Denver, and we went to a water park. And I was like, yo, I didn't come here just to sit. And I'm 40 years old, bro. Like, let's go ride the rides. And there was another uh one of the, one of the her her teammates' uh brothers, he's like 12. And he was like, You're gonna ride the rides? I'm like, yeah, you know? So that's what kids want to do, bro. And these kids are just sitting there, you know? So we see Miguel flirting with Sam, you know, he wants to brave the ra- lazy river with her. And then again, go to your side, you know, I'm like, come on, man. I just, it could have been a lot better. Again, I always talked about, um, fights like near water, whether a water park or pool or lake beach, whatever. It's always dope. And, but I love Miguel. I wrote this down, you know, he said, Hey, if we can't coexist, let's find a solution. So Miguel solution. Yeah. being the leader, man, and then the solution. Oh, my God. A race. Mont. come on, bro. You know, back in the old days, there was no race. What, what do we do back in the old days? Back in the old days, like, yo, let's go outside and let's throw down. Right? Like, let's go outside. Yeah, basically. They, 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 yeah. they can put a little stamp on our on our hand. Let's go outside. And whoever wins gets to come back inside. That's, that's what I was like. Yo. So here's my solution. Either you just ignore each other. You know what I'm saying? Because the, the park is big enough. Or... You just go outside and throw it down dude right what do you get thoughts it over that, right yeah let's just go outside and throw it down you got you got a problem let's go outside man so it was weak but hey maybe that's just the generation now I don't know man what do you think <laughs> yeah I'm, well I don't
1: I don't know I'll go with that far as a generation because I'm sure there are some kids who you know still have those old school beliefs um now I just think you know what' that was that's the way to handle it now I guess you know um that, that this is coming from Bert, you know, when have we ever seen actually Bert really, really throw down, <laughs> you know
0: <what> I mean? <laughs> but, I, but, you know, but he's on the freaking debate team. Bro. <laughs> yeah. He's the debate team, right? Let's have a debate. I'd rather have a debate, bro, than a stupid race. I, I was dumb. <laughs> I was dumb for real. I just, I, I didn't like that. Um, I, I don't know, man. So, but I had to put it down because of that, man. So anyways, where are you taking us next? All right. I'm going to go to
1: one of our, what I believe to be one of our favorite scenes in this episode. I call it the pawn shop. No doubt. Uh, Johnny arrived. Yeah. Johnny arrives at his next delivery where he's greeted by an old friend. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the pawn shop guy, you know, and he tells him, finally you brought me something. I actually want Johnny's been frustrated with all the complaints. Um, you know, at one point he's his phone is blowing up with notifications and he doesn't know how to stop him. He gets so frustrated and upset that he's actually banging it on the counter before pawn shop guy steps in and you know fixes it all for him. Um and then he offers him a taquito to make him feel better and then just, Johnny being Johnny, man. See, this is the comedy I like. This part he's like, I already took one and it didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> Pawn shop guy just throws his food away, man. (laughs) And and then Johnny begins to vent about, you know, about the job, people complaining, Uh, you know, the food is cold, drove to the wrong spots, you know. Uh, He's basically overwhelmed. And the pawn shop guy tells him, you know what, so then quit. Mm -hmm. He's like, I can't. I got a kid on the way. And I got another one I want to take care of. And then there's Miguel. Pawn shop guy's like, hey, I don't need the whole family tree. (laughs) And he gives him great advice, man. Yes, sir. Great advice. Badass advice. And, uh... Okay, you know, I don't need the whole family tree. You know, not everybody gets to do their dream job. Most people hate what they do. You think I ever wanted to work in a pawn shop, let alone own three? Dealing with the likes of you is, like, the worst part of my day.
0: Really? So why don't you quit? Because it pays the bills. But most of all... It allows me time for what matters most my family you have a family three kids you'll never meet them point is once you figure out what matters most doing that other stuff gets a little easier because you know you're doing it
1: for them most people hate what they do that's
0: true you know that's, that's well real said. but sad that's sad that's but damn that's yeah. true
1: <laughs> Yeah. And then he goes on to tell him, you know, dealing with you is the worst part of my day. Johnny says, well, so then why don't you quit? Because it pays the bill. True that most again. Most of all, <laughs> yeah, true that again. True that again. <laughs> but most of all, it allows me time for what matters most my family. And I know me and you agree completely as that, you know, that's what matters most to both of us. No doubt. You know, our family, familia. No doubt. You know, yeah. So and then he even says, once you figure out what matters most, the other stuff gets a lot easier because, you know, you're doing it for them. And what I wrote down is pawn shop guy, mic drop, mindset is everything, man. So. You just I look at it for me, from my personal standpoint, my mindset is every step by every positive step I take, I'm doing it because my family is what matters most to me.
0: No doubt, no doubt. So
1: I just, I just, I just want to be a good example, be a good father. Oh yeah. Oh
0: so. yeah. So, and that's where, again, that's where we talk about the insight, you know, and the wisdom that we gain from the show, you know, obviously it's got comedy, it's got drama, it's got some action, but then it also has some wisdom that we can, you know, take from it, man. So I love it. You know, everything that you said, you know, it's, and I agree because I had that scene down as well. And so I just talk about this, man, you know, I wrote, this down you know what we do we do what we do right you know whether we like it or not we do it for our family so if we have to suffer we suffer if we have to grind we grind if we have to endure a lot of crap we do And we do it for our family bro so you know when he said that that once you figure out what matters most doing that other stuff gets a little bit easier because you know you're doing it for them it's true bro you're doing it for them you have a why you know people always talk about hey you know you have to find a why to live so you have a why, you know, so it's your family, your, you know, your kids, me, my daughter. And so I always say this and you know, this, you know, this is where it comes mission driven. When you have a purpose, when you have a mission, you live life differently, man. And it's nerd, you know what I'm saying? And so with me, you know, I always joke like, man, if I didn't have a kid, you know, I wouldn't be here. You know, I, I joke about that a couple of times, you know, but I do have a kid. The reality is I do have a kid. I have a daughter who's dependent on me and, and needs me in her life. And so I'm going to bust my ass, you know, to make sure that, you know, I provide her not just financially, but provide her love, provide her guidance and, you know, in direction. And I'm sure you feel the same way. So, man, we do what we do, man, you know, because we do it for our family, man. So yeah, I love that as well, man. That definitely re- resonated with me, man. So, yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. I had to put that scene down as well, man. So, but yeah, Johnny only gets one star man for touching his food. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. brother. Join the club. <laughs> Join the club. All right, man. So I'm going to go to the next thing back to the splash rama, Right. So, uh, uh, man, I love when Robbie goes and talks to Kenny, you know, and he's like, Hey man, you know, don't be part of Cobra Kai. He's like, you know, it turns you into something you don't want to be. I know it because look, I hurt you at the tournament. I'm sorry. And I love what Kenny said, bro. Kenny was like, nah, nah, nah. I'm glad you didn't hold back. I needed that. That's tight, bro. He's like, <laughs> that is I didn't tight, get yeah. my ass kicked. You know what I'm saying? Because it makes me stronger. And then he and then he's just like, look, back off, you know? And I love this, man. He's like, look, before Cobra Kai, I used to get picked on. Now I'm stronger than I've ever been. And I'm never quitting because I'm not a quitter. So that again, that goes with Kenny's confidence, man. You know, is he is he brainwashed a little bit? Yeah, but he recognizes what's helped him out, man. So, uh, yeah. And then this—that's how they decide the champion of all champions through a race. Come on, man. I just—I don't like it, bro. I don't like it. But I love—I love what happened afterwards, bro. You know, uh, Hawk. You know, gets pissed. He's like, "Dipshit! I knew this was you." You know, badass. And he's like, yeah. I'm not going to strike first. And did you see, you know, Kenny Kenny couldn't hang with Hawk. Hawk was just, you know, blocking and stuff. You know what I'm saying? He did and get a shot in, though. He got one He won one hit, but it, it's kind of like it didn't phase him. You know what I'm saying? It didn't phase right. him. Yeah. You know? And then Miguel and Robbie you get into it, but then, hey, they get kicked out, bro. So, again, I think that water park scene could have been better, but I had to put it for that. Did you have that that scene there? I actually did. I, You know,
1: I'll just briefly add to what you, I mean, you covered it perfectly. I'll just add a little bit confidence and then that he's not a quitter. But here's the thing. Yes, you got strong. You stood up for yourself. You defended yourself. Good. But at the same time, if you turn around and do the same thing to someone else who was doing it to you, then you're no different than the bully. Oh, that's dope. That's just what I put down. Not you know, dope. You're, you're based... I'm glad you said that. Yeah. You know better. You know better than them. Exactly. So, you know what? I mean... If he would have just like let it go after you know he he got back to Anthony, that would have been cool. That would have been stand up. But now he wants to keep going. He wants to add. He wants to make him pay. So. Bu- <laughs>
0: yeah. So
1: you're the bully now, Kenny. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, in my in my view, that all that other stuff was just kind of well. That's the Cobra thing. Kai you're- way.
0: You know, that's the way he's yeah, been taught. That's you know true. What I'm saying? And even like if we remember uh, Johnny Lawrence, remember he was getting picked on. He was a little skinny little runt. And then he gets into Cobra Kai, he gains that confidence, and then he starts being a bully, man. So that's just the Cobra Kai mentality, man. You get the strength, but you got to be able to know how to harness that strength, man, and use it the right way, and and he doesn't know how to use it, man. So, yeah, brother. All right, yeah. Man. And then just uh Go ahead, go look, ahead.
1: No, you're good. Look, I'm just going to add a little bit on the Eli yeah. and Kenny, yeah. Um, you know, I like the fight choreography. I like the way Hawk just kind of nonchalant, just moved out of the way and, and just easily blocked all of Kenny's— uh, shots, yeah. You know, I personally, I would have liked it if they would have continued just a
0: little bit more. That's but what that I'm talking about. Been... Let's fucking fight. My bad. Yeah. Drop the f word. My bad. Let's <laughs> let's fight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs>
1: That was just my opinion, and you know me. I'm a big martial arts fan, so I was probably just No, nah, I'm down. Let's, to just like, let's
0: just take this outside, man. You know, you guys are talking a lot of shit. Let's go. Let's go outside. Let's go. We get a stamp on our hands, and whoever loses goes <laughs> home. Whoever wins comes back in. That's how I would have done it, bro. That, I, yeah.
1: That's
0: back to the riders' room. Anyways, yeah, I'm brother. Right. <laughs> Where are you taking this All next, right. man?
1: I'm going to go with Silver and Daniel. Okay. Daniel sees uh, Silver talking to Ava. Right away, he assumes the worst. Once Ava leaves, he goes and confronts Silver, saying that you're not going to get away with this. And Silver kind of plays it off. You know, your mind is playing tricks on you, Danny boy.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, they should have played that Silver. song, the fucking Ghetto Boys, baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then Silver tells him that because uh, Daniel demands what he said that what he said to Ava about Amanda, and he says that Amanda's a phony and psychopathic liar, and that she should never be trusted. Again. Silver playing mind game, Silver getting, setting the trap because, you know, he kind of points his finger at Daniel and Daniel slaps it away. And then Silver acts like he got pushed into the table that was holding the bonsai trees. Uh, Ava and everybody at the charity sees this. And then Daniel just goes on the defensive being loudmouth, saying, I did not push him that hard. Blame Silver for making me look like a bad guy and attacking my family. And then Ava just corrects him. He's like, he spoke quite highly of Amanda.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and then daniel's looking like an idiot let's be real no doubt he's looking like he's looking like an idiot and you know what i what i took down mission accomplished by silver mission yeah. accomplished he played him you know he played him and he told him remember what i said he told him let's just hope someone else doesn't ruin it
0: for her so he knew he knew he knew what he was he knew happen. yeah Damn. yeah he uses exactly. weakness hey that's his lesson that's kobe kyle lesson using somebody mm-hmm. else's weakness yeah man. yeah
1: he baited him like uh what was it um ah uh, from creed 2 drago's son what was his name it's ah,
0: victor right victor 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 yes yeah, victor, victor. He, yeah. like
1: victor and victor and adonis in the first fight yeah he was baiting them and yeah. then you know victor tore him up tore up adonis <laughs> <laughs> so yeah
0: he baited him and yeah, it he worked played him. he played his ass uh, man yep. and then you know we have a man so there it is. Yeah. That's planting the seed to what's going to happen. It's going to happen here pretty soon. Uh, so, yeah, definitely. I had that as well. And, and I just simply put Silver played him, you know. And he, he, you know, again, never, Daniel, Danny boy, never put passion before principle. Come on, man. That's a Miyagi, Miyagi ism, dude. You should have remembered that, bro. Yeah. All right, man. I'm going to go to this. Uh, love this, man. Badass. I want Robbie to stay with me. I'll do whatever it takes to do. I'll do whatever I have to do to excuse me to make it work and so I just love that bro I wrote this dad going after his son dad wanting to be a part of his son's life and so the whole thing you know Shannon you know is telling Johnny that Robbie's gonna go you know somewhere with her with her family right with her parents
1: Bainbridge Island, I think. yeah
0: and so Johnny's like no I want Robbie to stay with me you know and I want to make it work I want to you know spend this time and I love what he said, dude. I love that he apologized. I put this, you know, I put this down. You know, I'm sorry, I sucked, Shannon. So it's badass that he apologized, man. Because, man, that's growth, bro. When you apologize for your mistakes, man. When you take responsibility for your mistakes and you apologize, man, that's growth, man. So, uh, yeah, dude, just had to put it down for that. I, I really enjoyed that scene, man. So, hey, but did you notice the guy in the back seat while Johnny was talking to Shannon? He's that he's that kid that went to uh, Miyagi Dun once. That, that black part two kid. or season two, right? yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, oh, he's back, so, yeah, yeah, bro, yeah. I recognize him too.
1: He he arrived, and then it was him and another guy, right? And then as soon as he asked him to do the chores,
0: they split, or yeah, something exactly. Like that. He's like, yeah, I knew there was a, <laughs> knew there was something up with that, so yeah, all right, bro, yeah, yeah that's I why reckon. I put it down, man, because I just I just like that, man. I like that Johnny's like he's taking heed to the advice, you know, he's taking heed to pawn shop guy, and he's like, okay, I know what matters now. What matters is me being there for my son, you know, me being there for yeah. my kids, man, so. The next scene I had was Robbie and Miguel, and this is where I kind
1: of included it, but I I, I mean, I did like that scene as well. Uh, this is where Miguel confronts Robbie about being in Cobra Kai, Robbie denies it, Miguel insists that just because you came down to Mexico, you think you're a good guy. Um, Robbie says, I didn't come to Mexico for you, and then of course, Johnny arrives. Nobody and, asks um, you to go anywhere, I like that. Exactly. <laughs> And uh, Johnny arrives and he's like, you know, demands that they stop it and that they're all friends now. And then of course we get the lines from the trailer, you know, where Miguel says, no, we're not friends. And then Robbie's like, we'll never be friends or we will never be. And this is where I included it because Johnny was inspired. Johnny was motivated, you know, from his conversation with the pawn shop guy. And then what he, what you covered when he, uh, when he spoke to Shannon. But then you know what? Reality sinks in and reminded him of the obstacles. Yeah. So I just felt for Johnny. I love the scene. But yeah, he was, you know, he figured out what mattered to
0: him. The last scene, man. Chosen. Finally, finally, we got some chosen. <laughs> we missed our boy, Chosen Taguchi. Uh, what's his name? Yuji Okumoto. Finally got his name. Yes. Remember? I didn't know. I couldn't know. I didn't know how to say his name. Uh, but Yuji Okumoto, badass. Chosen is back watching 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> So obviously the comedy (laughs) aspect, you know, but yeah. So we see this last scene, you know, Amanda, Daniel, they're arguing and she's just had it, man. You know, Daniel, his, yeah, his, um, just what's the word? Selfishness, maybe selfishness or even being a child, bro. It's like, he's acting like a child. He's acting like a damn kid. And it finally got to her and she's like, I'm leaving. I'm leaving, taking the kids. And I'm like, damn divorce separation like what's up so how to put it for that man because it left it left us with a mini you know cliffhanger like was she really gonna leave him you know what I mean? so yeah how to put it for that what'd you have with that last scene
1: i just put uh lack of accountability daniel lack of accountability you know he completely mishandled that situation he should have done um have you seen the movie mi familia with isai morales
0: it's been a while yeah
1: It's been a while, but uh, there's a scene where um, his sister's getting married and the rival gang comes to his sister's wedding and they're kind of insulting him and stuff, insulting his gang. And Isai Morales says, you know what? For today, you can insult me. You can say whatever you want about me, my family, but but no, for sure, I'll find you either tomorrow or the next day. And then, you know, he goes up into some explicit, <laughs> I yeah. don't know, that. Yeah. yeah. but basically it's like for today, it's about my family. Basically what I, I got from that scene today is about my family. So I don't give a fuck about you or what you <laughs> say to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I took from it. You yeah, know, Yeah, yeah. no, so, that's what Daniel should have just done. I'm here for Amanda. I don't care what silver is up to or what
0: the karate rivalry, as she mentioned it. <laughs> yeah, know? man, for sure. Take care, your woman. So, take care of your woman. Take care of your woman. Because if you don't exactly take care, take, take care of a woman. Take care of your woman. Cause if you don't, somebody else will. There you go. Come on. Absolutely, Daniel. <laughs> absolutely.
1: Prioritize your wife, man. For real. For sure. Because, you know, I don't mean to get all, you know, religious on you, but that's what they say at church. You know, uh the wife stays, the kids leave. You yeah. know? Okay. So you gotta prioritize your wife. And, you know, it's a wake up call for Daniel, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, man. Hell yeah. Yeah, which we're gonna see. Again, yep. this is a setup. This is a setup episode. Obviously, we've watched the whole season, so we know what's coming. So, yeah, that's the way we'll set We'll just leave it at that. It was a setup episode. Some good things. Could it have been better? Definitely could have been better. So, let's go ahead and just get into our categories. All right, brother. Your running back scene, that one scene that you'd watch over and over again. This one was hard, man.
1: And. I'm just gonna pick the Top Gun reenactment because I love the movies so okay. much.
0: So, so I'm gonna go with that one. All right, for sure, for sure. I'm gonna go with Johnny Colin Shannon owning up. So you talked about Daniel lacking accountability. Well, hey, let's see the opposite. Johnny taking accountability. Right? So yeah, Johnny Colin Shannon apologizing and going after his son and saying, "Hey, I want my son with me. I love it. Badass." All right, brother. I think we're gonna we're gonna agree on this one. Best quote dialogue exchange. What you got, pawn shop guy? Okay, what exactly? He said, "Not everybody gets to work their
1: dream job. Most people hate what they do." And then I'm going to skip a few things. And he just said, "You know, it allows me time for what matters most: my family." Okay, cool. Because all the yeah, because all the rest of the stuff gets a lot easier once you figure out once you figure
0: out what matters. Okay, yeah, that's what I had too. I had once you figure out what matters most. Doing that other stuff gets a little bit easier because you know you're doing it for them. So, hell yeah. Love that. Love that quote from Pawn Shop Guy. All right, brother. I've kind of said a little bit about this. I'm curious to where you going with this. Back to the writer's room. Let's make this episode a little bit better. We know it's filler, but shit, we can make it a little bit better. Where are you going? What do? You, what would you do, writer? Come on, Jose Barron. What would you do? <laughs>
1: i have struggled with this one too with this category as well but this is what i wrote down and you kind of briefly touched on it i would have taken out the water park scenes and replaced it with the beach leo carrillo beach you know in part from part one yeah i, I would have been imp- i would have done it there instead but in, you know maybe they were playing soccer or something but they've already done that i guess in season three so now that i think about it, it probably wouldn't <laughs> yeah but i i would have liked them to, for them to throw down on the beaches where i was going you know kind of like johnny and daniel did in part one hey
0: that'd have been tied a bonfire bro yeah. yeah a little bonfire yeah. maybe okay. okay exactly no the thing is the water park scene could have worked it just it was stupid their <laughs> their their way of handling things like seriously like if you really have a problem with somebody Yo, let's take this shit outside. We can come back in, you know. Let's settle this outside, and whoever loses, you go home. Whoever wins, we get we get the park. Do it like that, like throw down. You know what I'm saying? So maybe they're in line, you know, buying some nachos, you know, fifteen dollar nachos at these water parks, and they bump into each other, and then like, yo, let's throw down. Let's go outside, and then you come back in. It, it just there should have been some fighting, and there wasn't fighting. Right. And you mentioned that. There should have been like some squad going on, You know what I'm saying there's our there's Am our I word. Swear? The whole yeah, <laughs> exactly. The whole water park scene. I, again, water park is dope. You could you could have done a lot with that. But go fight. Let's see some fighting. I think that's what would have made it better. Some sort of fighting. All right, brother. CK three. Who are your top three characters from this episode?
1: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna change it up a little bit. You okay. know, I'm I'm gonna go Shannon. Oh, pawn sure. shop. Yep. I thought she did really well in this scene. Pawn shop guy, and I'm even gonna go Amanda. I like how Amanda put Daniel in this place.
0: Damn, he did go different. Okay, all right. Yeah. Damn, all right, all right. That's cool. That's. Good. I, I think we. I think we. I think we'll agree on the pawn shop oh, guy, right? Pawn shop right? guys yeah. in for sure. Pawn shop yeah. guys in. Pawn shop guy, Cooper Rush. You know what I'm saying? Cooper <laughs> Rush. <laughs> Cooper Rush. <laughs> <laughs> He's in, bro. He's in. He found his way in. Uh, But he won't be in next week. Uh, So pawn shop (laughs) guy for sure. And then I had Silver and Johnny, but I can see why you put Amanda and and Shannon as well. But I had Silver, just the way he played Daniel. And then just Johnny, you know, because again, I just talked about, I love how, yeah, maybe some of the stuff was far-fetched, you know, just overboard, but, I think when he when he took responsibility, man, and apologized and said, hey, I want my son. I want to be with my son. I think that's just stand up, man. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Silver Johnny and Ponce up. guy. Yeah. All right, brother. All Valley trophies. What are you going to give it? I'm curious to hear what you got.
1: Uh, I went three point five. I mean, like I said, it, this was a very difficult episode to actually to cover and find scenes that were like, oh, yeah, this you know, badass. So I gave
0: it 3.5. Yeah, this is the first, and I wrote this down. I wrote this down in my notes. This is the first week episode. So I went 3.5 as well. I'm just like you, (laughs) brother. I went 3.5 as well. But, you know, the beautiful thing, the beautiful thing is that we've watched this season already, and uh, we know what's coming. We know what's coming. Episode 5. And I think, uh, you know, I'm remembering from the top of my head. I haven't, man, I haven't watched, um, you know, Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, since it came out, you know, first week of September. But if my mind, you know, is not playing tricks on me the way it's playing, it was playing tricks with Daniel, I do remember that five was like, oh shit, five was a badass episode. So I'm, 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 you know, happy and excited and ready to watch episode five so we can talk about that next week, man. But yeah. We're finishing up. Quick episode. There wasn't that much, but hopefully you guys got some wisdom. Hopefully you guys got to laugh, and hopefully you were like, oh, shit, I didn't even see that, but that was dope from this episode. So, yeah, thank you so much for the people who are listening. Again, I know when when Sean Cannon you know, retweeted us, we got, you know, a lot more people. You know, just listening. You know, we look at statistics and data and all that stuff, man. So, Analytics, baby. Analytics, (laughs) exactly. Moneyball, baby. (laughs) So, hey, if you're listening out there, we really, really appreciate you. Hope you guys are enjoying it. Again, you know, if you're following us on Spotify or listening to us on Spotify, you can follow us on Spotify. Just click that follow button. And if you have some time, go ahead and rate us five stars, baby. And if you're listening on Apple or Google Podcasts, make sure to subscribe to our podcast. And again, leave a rating, leave a review that only helps us out. It means so much to us. I mean, we grind and,
1: you know, put into work to bring good content. And, um, you know, again, like I said, we're just two fans who love the show and hopefully you guys got something out of it.
0: Like we do. Exactly. And Hey, you know what? We figured out what matters most, baby. So doing that other stuff, grinding, taking notes, hey it gets a little easier because we know we're doing it for them we're doing it for them we're doing it for the fans (laughs) all right man so yeah hey again we appreciate you guys and we'll be back we'll be back all right with covering episode five so again go ahead and share our podcast share this episode and we'll see you the next time as for us hey we'll be back because cobra kai never dies Never dies